Before we jump into this episode, you know that I love collaborating with other business owners because the more we support each other, the more we will collectively grow. And that's why I want to tell you about an incredible event that I am thrilled to be part of, hosted by one of our wonderful podcast guests, Wendy Collier. You're invited to experience Ticket to Freedom in its 10th season. This free event is a virtual learning retreat with business building and spiritual growth gifts where myself and a panel of other heart-centered, high-integrity leaders are helping you fulfill your purpose, grow your business with authenticity and soul fuel, and attract more soulmate clients without sacrificing what is most important to you or spending your life on social media. And you know I am all about all of those things. So head over to wendycollier.com slash Kelly to save your free seat before registration closes on May the 7th. That's W-E-N-D-Y-C-O-L-L-I-E-R.com forward slash K-E-L-L-Y. If you can demonstrate how you can bring value to somebody else's audience, it makes it a really easy win and a really easy yes for them to have you as a guest speaker or on a podcast part of an event, doing an email list swap, just shouting you out on social media, whatever that looks like. Because when somebody else does that, it automatically gives you additional credibility. You have that lended trust that has been built up by the person who owns this audience or who's curated this audience for however long they've been doing that. They believe this person is good and they're there because they find that they add value. And when they put your name into their sphere and they speak it in a positive way, which they would be doing, then you're automatically going to have that much more credibility. And that just takes you a lot further on that trust building relationship with potential new clients. So looking for other people's audiences is my number one hot tip for visibility trends for 2024. This is the Entrepreneur School Podcast, where we believe you can run a thriving business and still make your family a priority. This show is all about supporting you, the emerging or early stage entrepreneur on your journey from solopreneur to CEO while wearing all of the other hats in your life. My name is Kelly Sinclair, and I'm a brand and marketing strategist who started a business with two kids under three. I'm a corporate PR girl turned entrepreneur after I learned the hard way that life is too short to waste doing things that burn you out. On this show, you'll hear inspiring stories from other business owners on their journey and learn strategies to help you grow a profitable business while making it all fit into the life that you want. Welcome to Entrepreneur School. Hello and happy new year. Welcome to 2024. And I hope that it is already started off really great for you. I know that it's only like day two, but the reality is uh, two years ago, I welcomed the new year in a hospital room with the news that I needed my gallbladder removed. So if you're not currently in a hospital room (laughs) needing surgery, I think you know, it's pretty good. You're in a good place. Off to a good start. If you if you need something to compare it to. Anyhow, I wanted to come in today and do a bit of a different episode with some sort of trends 
that I'm seeing, predicting, or willing to, you know, put my neck out there for, for this coming year with respect to visibility, marketing, and business. And I saw this idea because the Washington Post does a piece every single year. It's called The List. And on one side, they have what's out. And on the other side, they have what's in. So I wanted to make my own little version of this. And I came up with six things of out and in for the list of 2024 trends for your business. So let's dive into it. First on the list of things that are out. And I hope that you will all enthusiastically support me in deciding this. It's other people's opinions. And what's in is other people's audiences. So let's scrap worrying about what other people think, making decisions and choices in with respect to other people's opinions and worrying about how we might be perceived for doing certain things. And instead, lean into the fact that other people have created amazing audiences that we can tap into and leverage in order to grow our own exposure and visibility for our businesses. So I think that this is one of the most underutilized strategies when it comes to visibility. And it's it's truly a, a core PR, traditional PR tactic, if you will. And that means identifying where you can find other people who have audiences that overlap and align with yours. Of course, making sure those other people are people who you align with from a brand values perspective, and then finding ways that you can connect with each other and showcase each other and bring value to each other's audiences. And it doesn't always have to be two ways, but if you can demonstrate how you can bring value to somebody else's audience, it makes it a really easy win and a really easy yes for them to have you as a guest speaker or on a podcast, part of an event, doing an email list swap, just shouting you out on social media, whatever that looks like. Because when somebody else does that, it automatically gives you additional credibility. You have that lended trust that has been built up by the person who owns this audience or who's curated this audience for however long they've been doing that. They believe this person is good and they, they're they there because they find that they add value. And when they put your name into their sphere and they speak it in a positive way, which they would be doing, then you're automatically going to have that much more credibility. And that just takes you a lot further on that trust building relationship with potential new clients. So looking for other people's audiences is my number one hot tip for visibility trends for 2024. So number two, what is out? Showing up for the frequency. What is in? Showing up with intention. So I know that we use this phrase a lot, showing up. And what does that look like? It means, you know, being present in different ways with your marketing on social media, at events, in person or whatnot, or in your inbox, like sending emails, doing all those things. But a lot of the time we feel like, I feel like so many times people have asked me, how often do I need to post on social media or how often do I need to do this? And it's all about the numbers. It's really not about the numbers. When you show up instead with intention, 
You're creating quality content that comes from a positive energetic space that's going to make better connections with people because you're in more alignment when you create it and you're in that better space. So I don't care how often you're showing up, honestly. I know that when you show up with intention, you are actually going to show up more. You, It's just going to automatically do that. But if you're doing it just for the numbers, just for the like, I need to check off, you know, having done six reels this week or being in my stories every single day or whatever it is, like just let's not think about content creation and showing up from a frequency standard. Let's set a standard of intention instead because that's going to be so much more powerful. It's going to feel better for you. You're going to enjoy it and it's going to land way better on the people on the other end, like reading your content, meeting you at the event, whatever, because you're going to carry the energy with you of not wanting to be there if you're showing up just to check off a box. So let's let go of that. Let's let go of showing up for frequency and allow in showing up with intention as we're thinking about our content and visibility strategy for 2024. All right, number three, what is out? Counting followers. I think this has been out for a long time, but I want to re-emphasize counting followers. And what is in? Counting on relationships. So this is like scrapping the vanity metrics, the social media growth, the number of people who you think are in your world and worrying about how many likes and watches you're getting on social media. And instead, focusing on building quality relationships because one good referral relationship, one good recommendation, one good collaboration could lead to so much more than when we're focused on these things that you've been trained to believe are important. They are not important. And it actually blows my mind that some people are getting paid based on the number of people on their social media because there, there's nobody verifying even what real accounts look like. Half the time you might see people coming across and if you're not constantly pulling out like robot accounts from your followers, you're going to have the same problem. You're not getting the quality followers are not necessarily even real people. So building quality relationships and focusing on that, again, a true attribute of what strong PR really is all about is going to take you so much further, so much faster in 2024. All right, number four, what is out is sharing your tips, meaning the how-to content. And what's in is sharing your ideas. So let's bring in thought leadership to this debate around what makes good content and even start thinking about content from a way broader perspective of that value is not specifically giving somebody instructions. Value is all about sharing your ideas in order to give somebody a new way of looking at something. Perspective is everything. And a lot of the times people are struggling because they believe something that isn't necessarily true. And if you can show them that they are believing something that is hurting them, and they have then the power to change that, that's an amazing aha. That's so much value that you can add without having had to tell them the step-by-step how to do the thing. I also think that we're just kind of getting over having so much content like that, where it's just telling us like how to DIY or whatever. 
And it's not, that's not really helpful. And it just becomes noise. It's the sea of the same as far as content goes. So when you start leaning into sharing your ideas, you now give yourself the power to have opinions. And I feel like this is something we all need to practice is what are my opinions? What are my beliefs? Why do I believe that? And why is that important? And if you can ask and answer those questions and be just constantly giving yourself a space to practice talking about it, the easiest being, of course, your social media channels, your emails, and perhaps if you like to go on podcasts or speak at events, you can test out different ways of sharing about what matters to you and what you believe to be true and go with that because in life, there is no right and wrong around ways to do whatever it is that you help solve. So for me, I work with entrepreneurs and business owners on growing their business through visibility and PR. But there are many ways to grow your business. And I'm not saying that anybody else who's not sort of waving the flag that I'm waving is wrong. I'm just waving my flag. So what is your flag and how can you bring your ideas to the table because that's also going to help position you as an expert, increase your confidence and and allow people to align more with who you are and what you're all about, which creates a, a way better environment for you and for who your clients are that you're attracting. All right. So number five is all about pace. This is something that I need to work on and I am trying to allow. So I would love to change the dynamic and the paradigm around how we believe we should be getting things fast. So what's out is going fast and what is in is going slow. Allowing things to happen at the pace that they're meant to happen in our lives and in our businesses instead of worrying about that that was Q1 goal did not happen in Q1 or we didn't hit our numbers for the month or whatever it is. Because business and life are in seasons and everyone has different lengths of seasons and there's no such thing as a flower growing in the winter. It just doesn't happen. So I'm here for 2024 to lean into going slower and also changing the standard of what that pace looks like because this whole hustle culture that has been around us and in our faces especially with so much online interaction, ways of seeing other people, we think that we should be able to achieve so much in so little time. And especially when we're also parents doing this entrepreneurship thing, it is challenging. And there's things that are going to get in the way. And all of a sudden, your car breaks down and you need to buy a new one. And then your kid's hockey skates break and you need to buy some new ones. And all these things take up all of your time all of a sudden in a week. There's your whole week. You didn't get your podcast recorded. You didn't get your outreach done. You didn't get your social media posts. Oh, well, let it be. I am totally speaking to myself here. So I hope that this resonates with somebody else as well. All right. Now let's move on to the last one. What is out is trying to control the outcome. And what is in is exploring what's exciting. Again, message to Kelly. (laughs) This is... One of the things that I find most difficult trying, I want to be in control. I want to plan. I want to know when I'm going to make X money, how many people are going to join my program, when I'm going to be, wherever I'm going to be. And I like 
create my little plan. For the last three or four years, I have been creating my business plan on a dry erase calendar because the reality is I have to erase it so many times. And sometimes it hurts to do that, to think, ah, this plan I had or this last year in 2023, I took an entire month month off without having that planned because I needed to. That's what had to happen. I had to pause. And so I had to cancel a launch, cancel a whole program that I had decided I was going to do. I canceled it all and I never even brought it back. (laughs) That all just, it just had to go. So Controlling the outcome sometimes also means controlling how you make money. And then exploring what's exciting is allowing yourself to feel like, does this feel good? Do I want to do more of this? Are people asking for this? I've noticed for myself that people have been asking and were curious about PR, about what does that look like for small businesses? What does it look like for media, to get media, to build out a media strategy, to get featured in the media, all of these things. And that wasn't on my radar a few months ago. And now I'm actually listening to it and seeing that it does feel exciting for me to kind of go back into my roots as a PR practitioner, someone who's formally trained even in that industry and in that practice and to play with it. Because at the end of the day, isn't running a business all about having more fun and more autonomy, more ability to do things that you love? I sure hope so. Because if we don't love what we do, we are not going to keep doing it. And it takes a lot more than just showing up every day to feel good about running a business. There's so much emotional, financial, and all of the things invested on your own part into your business that you really have to to love it. So exploring what's exciting, I feel, is going to be an amazing trend to lean into for 2024. So... I hope that you find these interesting. Let me recap quickly. Let's go out with other people's opinions and in with other people's audiences. Out was showing up for the frequency and in was showing up with intention. Out with counting followers and in with counting on relationships. Out with sharing your tips and in with sharing your ideas. Out with going fast and in with going slow and out with trying to control the outcome and in with exploring what's exciting. So I hope you can take a piece of this into this year with you as you are starting to shape out what your year looks like, build out your plan, set your goals, allow the pace to be whatever it needs to be for you right now. And I can't wait to hear about it. If you have a really exciting goal or if you really resonated with any of these pieces, I'd love to hear from you on Instagram. Just send me a message in my DMs at ksco underscore Kelly. I'm primarily on that account rather than the podcast account. I love to hear from you. Um, I would love to know what you are working on this year. And if there's any way that I can support you, I am all for it. If you are looking for support with your visibility, if you made a goal around creating more visibility for yourself in 2024, if you're looking to really elevate yourself as a thought leader in your industry, if you want to position yourself as an expert in what you do in your field, that is my jam. And I'm here to help you with your brand, with your visibility, with your PR. So reach out and I will talk to you again next week. You did it. You just listened to another episode of the Entrepreneur School podcast. 
It's like you just went to business school while you folded your laundry, prepped dinner, or picked up your kids at school. Thank you so much for being here. I want to personally celebrate your commitment to growing your business. You can imagine I'm throwing confetti for you right now. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review. Make sure you're subscribed and let us know you're listening by screenshotting this episode and tagging us on Instagram. Head to entrepreneurschool.ca for tons of tools and resources to help you grow your business while keeping your family a priority. You can subscribe to our email list and join our community. And until next time, go out there and do the thing.